Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the PHNX Rising Podcast presented by... Emphasis on another. Emphasis on another. (laughs) (laughs) There's always another. Uh, As always, my name is Ramon Chavez. Super happy to be here. Alongside me is Owen Evans and El Jefe, Edwin Perez. How are you guys feeling? Another show. (laughs) After after last night, it seems like we don't catch a break. I mean, I know Owen Owen was up for the draw, so I know he's... He's been up for quite a while, and I know he's he's excited to talk about it. I am excited to talk about it, but yeah, it's three days in a row we've had a show. That's a rare one, right? We we don't do this. We don't do this. Not three three days in a row. It's always a long week when it's U.S. Open Cup week, but it's fun. It's and here's fun. to many more. Here's to many more. Woo. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll be talking about the U.S. Open Cup in a little bit, but uh, yeah, always fun to hang out with you guys and as well as the people in the chat. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Reese the King, he says, OMG Edwin. Hashtag. He is alive. (laughs) Don't worry, the Deadwin theories can stop for now. I am not dead. (laughs) You do not have to press Sean. The only thing you have to press him for is not bringing the OGs. That was on him, not on me and Ramon. That's the only thing. (laughs) Shout out to Michael. We're putting that on Sean then, definitely. Sure. Uh, shout out to Michael Bandido's kit brought back. Uh, Zoan is wearing it. Is. Shout out to him. I might, I might have to request one, or is there a special ritual that I got to go through? If uh, I got to be part of the group, we'll uh, maybe have you talk to some people. Okay, talk to some people. All right, y'all. Um, if you haven't yet and you're watching us, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. It really helps us out here and it helps our show grow and that means we can reach more rising fans just like you so go ahead and do that if you haven't yet uh we have a great show for you today we're going to be talking of course about the draw the u.s open cup draw the round of 32 see how phoenix rising ended up uh in that draw uh looking ahead we're gonna of course we have another game (laughs) on saturday so miami fc they don't stop coming they don't stop coming can't stop won't stop uh we're gonna have miami fc uh, drop by at Wild Horse Pass to face off against Phoenix Rising on Saturday. And then we're going to take a look at the rest of the USL action this weekend um, and uh, all that good stuff. So let's go ahead and start and start with, of course, last night's uh, game. Two to one win, Phoenix Rising, uh, Joey Calistri, own goal, uh, Greg Hurst with the flip. I, tell you what, I, I, I watched it back. It's definitely an own goal. It's yeah. definitely an own goal. That's I think right. in the in real time. Yeah. In real time, you don't catch the deflection off the defender. And yeah. then watching it back after, you're like, oh, yeah. 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 Just a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. No, and I, I want to just give it to Joey because it was like uh, Michael saying in the comments, Calistri, the New Mexico killer. And I want to keep that going. But so. but have we got a new New Mexico killer coming in now? Again, remember Greg Hurst, twice in a week, put the nail in the coffin. Not only did he put the nail in the coffin, I still can't get over the fact that he celebrated that goal which he used, he knocked them out of the Open Cup by waving to their away fans, just running up towards them and giving them a nice little wave goodbye. Long trip back home to Albuquerque for them. That was sick, yeah. And I I love the angle that they had from the sidelines where you just see him celebrating and then he just kind of waves at them. That was was sick. (laughs) I love that from Greg. Um, But overall, you know, it's been, uh, uh, let's say, around maybe 18 hours after the fact. But how are you guys feeling about that game? I know sometimes when we're in the heat of the moment, we... We have our opinions, but after a little bit, what are you guys uh, thinking about that game? I thought it was great. Uh, there's definitely room for improvement given the the lineup that was there, but I felt great overall. What do you What did you guys think? I think they knew what New Mexico were going to bring, um, and tactically, you saw the adjustment to that, um, and I think the tactics worked, um, which is interesting because it's always what we we kind of throw at Rick sometimes is the. You know, we get used to seeing the same formation every game and not necessarily any real change to that. And then this time he changes it and gets it spot on. So I think we do have to recognize there that that Rick definitely got the formation. You got the tactics going into that game 100% spot on. Yeah, no, I I think the the way you put that, especially because on paper, I think you boys can agree. It seemed it was a New Mexico A squad versus a Phoenix Rising B slash A squad, right? It's That's kind of like typical. a half and half, yeah. Yeah, it's a half and half. So, like, tactically, you have to be correct. Tactically, you you got to get it spot on if you're going to have a chance against a team that's going to pull out all the stops. So, for them to do that and to win it in regular time, 
I'm going to emphasize that, right? <laughs> we didn't have to go to extra time to win it in regular time. That's, that's a cause of celebration. <laughs> that is a cause for celebration. It has been, again, the first time since 2018, 2018, that we have had a knockout match involving Phoenix Rising where they have won it in 90 minutes. Every other game they've ever lost or it's taken more than 90. Finally, finally, it was the Orange County Conference yeah. final in 2018. They actually made an entirely different final after that and got there by an extra time 1-0 win and two kicks, you know, games ended by kicks from the mark. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good stuff here. Uh, shout out to Thomas uh, in the chat. Michael, as always. Jet, uh, good comment here. I didn't see any shots out after last night, which was uh, true. Um, but, yeah, good stuff. I, I overall liked it. Uh, you know, and we talked about Channing Chaston a lot yesterday, but I thought for all the back line was pretty well. Uh, going back into this? Okay. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Okay. We not. Let's gloss over. Let's move on to the draw. Come on. Uh, Owen was white, uh, Was up and early uh, this morning. Uh, checking out the draw. It was at 9 a.m. Uh, yep. I, I hate those draws, man. And I and we have a Envelopes. And the kid and the, and the inter-Miami fan and the guy with the suit that's not fitted right. It's just the... Debacle, in my opinion, but Look, I'm just saying that if Inter Miami win uh, the you know win the cup, I think mm-hmm. someone really needs to take a look at what Vista World Link is doing there because mm-hmm. how many how many Inter Miami fans are we going to get in? Come on, guys, let's get someone else. Let's get someone else. Like conspiracy. True. So, uh, what did you guys make of the U.S. Open draw for Rising? So they are scheduled to play at Sacramento Republic. Unfortunately, they did not draw any of the MLS team. So. Neither San Jose Earthquakes or Seattle Sounders, which is who I was praying would uh, play against Rising. But unfortunately, they did not get a home game or they got an MLS team. So what did you make of uh, the, the draw today? It's just annoying they're going away. Like, it's not necessarily the I can live with Sacramento for reasons I, I kind of articulated in. I put an article up today on this. Um It's not. OK, yes, it's not the most enjoyable of draws. You don't want to see games like that because it's the cup. We want something that's fun. We want to go and go and, you know, play against someone and have a chance as well to prove that, that these boys can beat an MLS team. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Everyone will say, well, we want to get as far as we can. Do you, or do you want to beat an MLS team? Because the other thing to bear in mind is the later you go in the competition until you meet one, the first time you meet one, they're going to be taking it seriously later on. Um, you hit a certain point where they start taking it seriously because they think, oh, we can actually win this. Yeah. It's it's hard. But look, I mean, Sacramento are a beatable team. I wouldn't say that Rising are necessarily favorites even going into this. It's away from home. Sac are a good team. But as again, I said in the article, if Rising play at their best, they're in with a good shout, regardless of how Sacramento play. But if Rising played their best against an MLS team, who also are playing their best, you're not going to get a positive outcome. Rising can win that game in Sacramento on the basis of their own performance. They can't knock off an MLS team on the basis of their own performance. No, you know, I, I agree with that. I think for me, I agree with you in, in the one sense that it sucks that it's away from, you know, Phoenix. And if it was away from Phoenix, you would wish it to be somewhere like Seattle. You know, comparison to Sacramento, nothing against the city of Sacramento, all of that, but it would just be more exciting to, you know, take a trip to go Seattle, play up there, play in MLS kind of environment. I mean, that's just excitement. But I think I mentioned it last night and my dream, you're in this U.S. Open Cup to face MLS teams. You know, you're, you're here to face a tough, a tough competition up there and give it give it your best. You know, have a have a fun cup run, because I think a good cup run. In the U.S. Open Cup means, you know, beating some MLS teams you didn't expect, you know, going, having those moments that the fans want, you know, because I think I kind of sided with a a few fans and their reaction, which I know we're going to show it a little bit, where it's a little bit boring in the sense because you're facing another USL team, but you have more revamped pressure because you're facing a USL team. It's it's a whole different ballgame because if, if this team went out and lost to an MLS team, you got to be, you would say fair enough. You're, you face the top competition, you mm-hmm. played your best, and you played an MLS team and you lost, you know, whatever. But if you play someone USL, it's more defeating. It, it hurts more. The fans are going to react more. So there's going to be more pressure on the boys to make a deep cup run, especially if they keep drawing this USL teams. 
Yeah, I, I really wanted Seattle as well, uh, responding to, to Michael's comment there. Uh, not only because the Sounders, I think, are one of the, the, the best MLS teams out there right now, but they're also tied up in, in some other competitions. Of course, the MLS regular season, but they're also in the midst of uh, the final in the CONCACAF Champions League. So uh, having those two games in the, at the beginning of May and then facing uh, rising in, in, in the U.S. Open Cup, I think would have been... Uh, an advantage to rising, whether it was at home or away, um, for them to be able to beat an MLS team and then move to the next round. So that's who I really wanted. Uh, San Jose is going through some turmoil. They just uh, they parted ways with their with their coach. So I mean, I just really wanted an MLS team. No, no disrespect to Sacramento, but you know what I will say. What I'd really love to actually see, I would love to see rising somehow, some way make it to the final and have an MLS team just because bear in mind at this point, as long as rising, we're applying to host their ground meets requirements, which we'd hope so. Um, you know, in theory, it could come down to luck of the draw for who hosts, but can you imagine an MLS team coming down here for the final? And can you imagine the kind of show that banditos would put on for that game? Can you imagine how much some of those boys from that MLS team would be, absolutely bricking it coming out with in the nicest possible way fireworks shooting out of the stands uh you know more smoke than they're ever really used to at any of their games yeah it, no, i think the proximity to the fans know, as well a, ha a hell of a lot of people just like perched on that front rail with middle fingers up in the air <laughs> you know one leg over the rail <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it would have been interesting. I, I think we would. Now, let me ask you guys this question: We saw the attendance last night to the game, not the best. I'll, I'll put it like that. If we get an MLS team that's not like a huge name, or let me rephrase it: If we get any MLS team to come to Phoenix, are we going to see a decent sized crowd at Wild Horse? Yes, Pass? yes, yes, yes. I, I, Arizona, Arizona yeah. United managed to draw it reasonable crowd against LA Galaxy in 2014 and they were in Peoria and weren't getting people if any you know huge number to go to their normal league games so I think Rising would do better in that front yeah, yeah and the club would make it more of an importance to market those games to make a push for it because it's an MLS team we will see you know, I think the, <laughs> the other thing we will know the other thing we will know by the way the next round if Rising make it through against Sacramento the next draw will be a combined round of 16 and quarterfinal draw. So you will know the path to the semifinals. You'll actually know then who the other semifinalist on your side of the draw will be. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you actually know a lot about the path going forward. If rising can get through this next game. And Owen, let me ask you this because I'm still a little bit used to getting used to the draw and how that happens. So, if uh, Rising does, still... <laughs> everyone's getting used to that nonsense. I'm relying on you on this. Um, so it's, it's it's a geographical pool. If Rising mm -hmm. does beat uh, Sacramento, if let's say Seattle, LAFC, Galaxy end up winning, are they pulled in that group? From uh, they will be in a group with uh, it'll be a group pool of four teams, of which you then get put into semifinals and like a final, kind of within that is what I understand it to be at least. Gotcha. Um, that's why it's, um, you know, a, a kind of combined draw for the two rounds. Gotcha. Um, when are the final details of the matchup uh, going to be disclosed? It's going to be either the 11th or the 12th. Is that correct? Do, do so we know? Rising will be playing on the 11th okay. in Sacramento. The reason for that is because uh, Sacramento, well, a, Wednesday's the default day. B, Sacramento are playing against the Baby Bulls in New Jersey on Sunday morning. Mm. So, you know, they, they're on their way back then. Um, they won't oh, be playing sorry. on Tuesday. They'll be on a Wednesday. The draw then, at the moment, based on the calendar that US Soccer's provided, which we don't know if that's going to stand, because, again, the draw wasn't meant to be today. It was meant to be tomorrow uh, for this coming round. Then, if that stands the draw will be on the thursday the 12th and at that point we will know what the path is from there right the way through effectively to the final Ooh, good time. we won't know the hosting implications for later mm. on but but we'll know the pathway at least man exciting exciting time yeah cross-country trip before for sacramento 
exactly. Um, looking at the yeah. rest of the draw, any of the uh, here's the thing about the draw. I thought maybe it would get a little bit more interleague play, but it seems like a lot of MLS teams ended up playing MLS teams. Is and- that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing? I'm intrigued what you guys think. Is that a bad thing in your mind? No, I I, I don't think so. Um, I think it for as a rising, you know, looking through the rising perspective, obviously you're not going to have to face some of these MLS teams. You know, they're going <laughs> to uh, cancel each other out, you know, beat each other and all that. But I, I think for these tournaments, what makes it exciting, especially, you know, I'm looking at just all footballing tournaments. What what brings you hope and excitement is seeing matchups you don't see before. So from from that aspect, it's kind of sad that you don't get to see some some, you know, USL one team face a MLS cup as much, or, you know, see, see these underdog stories. Cause I think that's what uh, footballing fans appreciate. That's what they want to see. And they want to see that, that play, but I also see the other side of it, right. You know, you, 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 as, as a club, that's going to make a deep run, hopefully, you know, the, the less MLS teams in the road in a sense can make it easier and more expectations for a deep run and a, and a better hope for a deep run too. So, I see the both 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 sides of the coin. You know what I like? You know what I'm really excited about, actually? There are going to be at least two USL Championship clubs in the round of 16. There is going to be at least one USL League One team in the round of 16. So there will be at least three non-MLS teams in the round of 16, including a third-tier team. That's, now That's good. That's that's the thing that makes it more makes it feel better for me because the last thing you like I I know you know obviously we all want to see the big upsets and all of that but the last thing you really want is to get late into a cup and it's all just top tier teams because it just gets so boring they don't care they don't care that's why they put the kids out for these games they couldn't care less yeah so. When you see them and you see what it meant to guys like Union Omaha, right? When they won at Soldier Field and managed to irritate some Chicago Fire fans because apparently middle fingers are bad. Um, this is what they had to say there. But, you know, that that's that's what it means. And getting, having them go deeper into the cup and having more of those matchups later on where it just feels that much better, right? You know, if, again, we've got, you know, at least one League One team in the round of 16, at least two championship teams in the round of 16. That means that we're 90 minutes away from having a third-tier club in the quarterfinals. Yeah, no, that'd be insane. Tell me that's not just beautiful. That is what the cup is about. Yeah, no, definitely. Looking at the games here, uh, the one that really interests me is the one that you kind of alluded to, Union Omaha, USL League One versus Northern Colorado Hailstorm. So uh, I'm actually, you know what? I'm actually a little bit disappointed about that one because I do think that I'm sorry, DNVR Rapids. I do think Northern Colorado would have had their number. Ooh, Ooh. I'm just gonna say it. I like this is a team that, yeah. Say this is a team that got knocked out the first time of asking in the Concacaf Champions League. Got knocked out the first time of asking in the uh, MLS playoffs last year. Not not a good uh, run. Yeah. Their, fan, their fans didn't show up when it was just a bit cold for that Champions League game. They got outdrawn by a Guatemalan side. So I don't know what they'd have been like if a hailstorm came into town. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's going on here. Uh, a lot of interesting matchups. The Inter-Miami drawn against South Georgia Tormenta FC. That one's going to be really fun. And and I like those scenes. I know we, we, don't, we don't really like Detroit <laughs> FC here, but... Uh, seeing those fans excited about you know beating uh, uh, was it Columbus? Is that who it was? Who they beat or Chicago? Uh, Chicago. Because, Union uh, Omaha was Chicago. Detroit was Columbus. Columbus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seeing those scenes, I think that's great. It's great for the league. It gives them more visibility, and, and a lot more fans are able to find out about these clubs. So, um, Edwin, let's let's see these uh, reactions to Rising's draw. From Twitter, we uh, we we asked the question on our Twitter account. And yeah, so, no. canvas. I've been canvassing for uh, bad opinions here. So here is the negative. We got Michael calling it boring. <laughs> we've got another lame and boring, and we've got the ghost of Lugruni calling it dumb. El but some people did see the positives here. So boring, a little winnable, absolutely. Get the W and cross fingers for an MLS matchup at Wild Horse Pass. I can agree with that. 
And uh, then you got Joel with, I think I'm okay with a higher chance of a better game in the round of 16, even if the round of 32 game isn't quite as juicy. Now, I did also go canvassing here. I wanted to see what was going on in Sacramento Republic Twitter. And I'm glad to t- inform you all that they have not yet progressed since 2020. The banter is the exact same. How many handball puns can we get in there? How many? How much can we talk about punching it in? I, look, I know people who were following along last year, because obviously I was up there for that first game in Sacramento after all of this happened. And it felt like it was the most cringy thing going because everything, everything was all about, oh, let's make a joke about handball. I'm glad to say they haven't progressed beyond that. <laughs> oh no yeah we'll see we'll see what happens yeah not i i gotta take a look at those comments again because uh <laughs> a lot of hand puns there but yeah no i i think this is definitely a winnable game for phoenix they're able to make it past the round of 32 i think we'd all be extremely happy and uh with one of those comments said if we're able to get if rising is able to get an mls team to come to arizona i think that's going to be an amazing time for everybody involved so, you know, hopefully, hopefully Rising can get by Sacramento. All right. Um, any other matches that kind of interest you, Owen, Edwin, from the from the draw today? Ooh, good question. Um, oh, I'm going to have to look them back up again in a minute. Let's have a look. Edwin, you want to hop in while I take a peek again? I have to look up again because I <laughs> Ramon was laying out the matches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think Detroit City FC versus Louisville is going to be pretty interesting. Uh you got a battle of New York with New York City FC versus Rochester, uh, New York FC from MLS Next Pro. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, that's not, nah, that's not fun to me. I'm not interested in seeing the uh, rip the soul out of the Rhinos playing against the baseball stadium FC. Like, I, no, I'm, I'm going to yeah. give that a miss. And uh, California United. <laughs> one upset Strikers. I don't care about. <laughs> uh, California United Strikers versus LA Galaxy. And they're going to be hosting. LA Galaxy, which is pretty cool. So indeed, that will be at uh, presumably at Championship Soccer Stadium at the Irvine down at the uh, the Great Park. That, that's effectively, I think they've been able to get in there now because Orange County are gone. Um, <laughs> I I think underrated. I'll finally give you an answer. Houston Dynamo San Antonio. Yes, I think yes. I think that's an underrated matchup right there because you know this Dynamo team has struggled. <laughs> it struggled in the MLS as of late. Got the MVR in the chats. Oh my! Yeah, we got the, <laughs> the MVR can't go. The MVR can't go talking about baseball stadiums when their league champion plays in a baseball stadium and has their championship <laughs> banner that is like about the same size as my rising credential. Someone, so someone <laughs> video. I forget uh, what team was over there in New York last week, and they're like, "We found it," and they did all this this super high zoom in. To find the banner because it's all the way like in the fifth row so forget about yeah, that if you, get, if you get your binoculars and then you put them down and instead get a 400 millimeter lens you might just about <laughs> pick it up i was so sad <laughs> was in a football stadium and they got to put tarps all over the the second uh yeah. level because the, they're not going to get enough fans so uh shout out to you yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I, was just... <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the dmvr guys look they think they're getting fire off of us now they don't know what it would have been like if this was actually like if rising were actually gonna play them we would have been insufferable for weeks and <laughs> yeah, if rising absolutely. won that game we would have been insufferable for months <laughs> like <laughs> let's just put this in perspective here yeah no, but shout out to the DMVR folks. Uh, great stuff over there. If you haven't followed them on Twitter, go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah, shout out but to Make you. sure you follow us first. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> it's the next underscore underscore rising and then go over there to the yeah. DMVR boys. Yeah. But, they don't have double the underscores, so they're not double the fun. Not double. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, yeah. shout out to you here, all the boys over there. Uh, thank you for tuning in. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about OG's brands. Uh, if you guys haven't yet. Uh, it was 420 last night. So if you guys haven't, you guys stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch mate THC gummies from our friends at OGs. Uh, they just announced their new mini OGs, which is a three milligram microdose option for those not wanting to dive right into the regular 10 milligram option. So those will be available on May 3rd. They have amazing flavors like orange creamsicle, tropical and watermelon. If you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to OG, ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z-Brands.com to find an OG's near you. I hear that apparently <laughs> the uh, 
the goalkeeper in New Mexico, the way he was flapping at some of those balls might have been on OGs himself. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Don't take them if you're going goalkeeping, boys. But you know. I, He was being a little mean to the ball, ball kids there, so I didn't like that, but whatever. No, I didn't like that. He was very, very aggressive to them. A bit too aggressive for a guy who played enough professional games that I could count on my hand in, you know, yeah, several not, seasons. Uh, not good at all. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, so, yeah, we do have another game coming up this Saturday. This is uh, part of the USL Championship regular season. Miami FC is coming into town. So, Owen, uh, what do we need to know about Miami FC? Well, you know what? I was asking these questions on Tuesday when it got to the end of the press conference and no one else had anything, so I asked about six or seven in a row. So, let's go, let's go ahead and roll that one. I've heard they've got a few injuries. Um, you know, they played with a back three against uh Tampa but I think because Tampa plays a two up front so I kind of expect them in a mid to low block in a 4-4-1-1 or 4-2-3-1 very good Kyle Murphy and Florian Velo are dynamite players and they've got speed out wide uh they can really punish you so they're the type of team that if if you think that it's going to be light you're going to be in big trouble um we're hoping that on our field and It'll be a little bit hot and a little bit miserable for them after a long flight that maybe we can take advantage of it and put them under a lot of pressure. Now, careful now, Jet. We don't want to get into that talk about they actually play in Miami because you start and you can't go down that route because then you're hitting in New Mexico territory where it's the only banter they've got is Chandler, um, which <laughs> bad banter. But look, there are, there are some good guys on that team. I mean... Um, Oh, what was his name? The French guy who uh, Rick just mentioned there. Florian Valo. Yeah, yeah, Florian Valo. That's the one. That's the one. Florian Valo. Good, good track record. Um, some good uh, seasons in the top flight here. Um, interested to see what he can provide, and he has created a fair few chances for them this season. There's a few other players in there as well, and look, we've got to be careful about how we're, you know, going to take away what we think from that last game. Because again, they played Tampa, they played slightly differently to what they might expect, but then maybe they don't know what to expect out of Rising anymore <laughs> with the amount of tactical experimentation we saw. But look, if you want to want to know if you should be a bit concerned about them, whether you want to say, you know, Michael averaging a goal a game or not, they've just beat Tampa in Tampa. Like, well, in St. Pete, but you, you know what I mean. They just beat Tampa Bay in our Lang Stadium. So... That is an achievement, and if you think that they can't knock someone off, I'm... Yeah, yeah they got some good guys there. I know Devin, uh, Speedy Williams. Speedy Williams in the midfield, uh, Jamaican international. Good presence in the middle of the park. He, he leads their team in interceptions. I believe he's got 11 this season, so... I, you know, and again, he's a current Jamaican international. And whenever we look at the call-ups and we say, where's Kev Lambert? Speedy Williams is often in there. Uh, they've also got another Jamaican in there in uh, Parks up top. Uh, someone else who's also been capped by Jamaica. Um, hasn't done recently, though. But, hey, he's he's got an interesting past, Parks. Uh, not only is he currently their top scorer, two in six for Miami FC, he's best known as the guy who got unceremoniously dumped by Pittsburgh Riverhounds in 2016 because he kicked Carl Wimet in the back and uh, received a ban that was... Handed down by USL, uh, this was in the start of May this occurred. He didn't couldn't play football again until late October, and it was extended to a worldwide ban because... Uh, so he couldn't play football anywhere at any level, technically, um, between May and October because he kicked Carl Wimet in the back. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check one other one in there. It's a really yeah. interesting one I found at least. It's Paco Craig at the back. Now you may know Paco Craig, um, former Louisville guy. Uh, so you know he's had a good amount of success there because it's Louisville. Everyone has success at Louisville. Um, he's actually the son of Mikey Craig, who played bass for Culture Club. The Is band Culture Club. Uh, that the Kama Chameleon band. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. His, dad, his dad played bass for that band. So uh, George Boy, right? That's the name. Yeah. Yeah. Boy George. Right. In there, yeah. yeah no, I know pop culture stuff, Owen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, I, and this is the question I want to uh, propose to you guys right now. 
Uh, Miami just lost to uh, Inter Miami in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup by the score of one to, to zero. They're fifth place in the Eastern Conference, six games played, three wins, two losses, one draw, total of 10 points. So you look at the record, kind of middle of the pack in the Eastern Conference, like you said, Owen, their best win is against Tampa Bay, but their only other two wins have come against the bottom tier of the Eastern Conference, which is Hartford, um, and uh, and they tied against Loudon, and they lost against Louisville. So given that... They, lo- they lost to Louisville. Like it, People lose to them. Yeah. yeah, people lose to lose City. That happens. That's normal. Um, and Loudon have had a good season this year. Look, Hartford are not the best. I mm-hmm. agree. I, I don't disagree with you there. <laughs> but there's still, you know, again, I think the Tampa win kind of goes over all of that. I'm going to be honest. And that's, and that's the question that I wanted to to propose to you because Tyler here on the chat, he's saying got to be level headed and stay grounded in this game. Because it could be a trap game because they are coming off this uh, uh, rising are in the midst of this five game winning streak. They just came off that emotional win uh, in the middle of the week. So is this maybe a trap game for Phoenix where they can, you know, kind of like say, you know what, we've done enough this week. Let's just kind of relax on this one. And they might let this game slip. So I'm just kind of putting it out there. Do you guys think this is a trap game? You say this like every game for rising is not a trap no, game. This is the first time. <laughs> like They lost to Vegas. They lost to San Diego at home. Yeah, you expect all of these games, Vegas, like, though. yeah, we were all expecting to absolutely demolish Vegas. Well, that wasn't a trap game, so I just I don't know. <laughs> a lot of these games, this is the thing. A lot of these games, even when they, there's teams that you don't necessarily quite expect, you always go in with that little bit of apprehension. That's like, uh, yeah, uh, slowly moving away from that, though. Giving yeah. you know, give, you know, what we haven't done actually yet, though. We forgot to point this out. Sorry, because if Mike is going to say I'm not doing enough Miami hate here, I'm going to have to add some stuff in. Then fine. We talk about the fact that Michael. we talk about the fact that they have to legally be called the Miami FC. It's like the Ohio. they don't own they don't own the copyright to Miami FC, so they have to be the Miami FC <laughs> to get around that, yeah. and that's just bizarre. Is that is that good? Is that good, Michael? Let us know in the chat if that uh, was an update. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, we all talk about the rising, the rising. No, we don't like that. Well, now just imagine you make your entire football club actually that was part of it without any like nickname at the end. It's just the Miami FC. We should point that out. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, next question for you guys. Uh, moving on. That'll do. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> they play the soccer, says Thomas. Uh, <laughs> It's Miami VFC. <laughs> There's lots of ways you could do this. Um, let's move on to talk about rising. So what are we expecting up top uh, offensively? Uh, we did see Epps and Repetto during the last game. Do we expect maybe a Hurst, Repetto, Santi more now that Santi is back to almost 100%? What do you guys think? This is the question, isn't it? It's the question. <laughs> we don't know. Um the question. I think that... My personal choice, again, I stand by what I said last night. My personal choice remains that it would be Repetto, Hurst, and Moa. If all of them are in a good position fitness-wise to be doing that on Saturday, that's Mm -hmm. where I'd go. But that's also then the question, isn't it? Is because there's a lot of games. Moa's coming back from an injury. Is that something that you can... Mm, mm. Yeah, no. At least Santi yeah. has a good song. At least Santi has a good song, and like guys like Nico Brett, who had a <laughs> baby shark. Baby shark. You're not wrong. Baby You're shark. Not You're not wrong. Uh, for me, I I kind of agree with Owen. That's what he'd like to see. But I think come Saturday, we may see what we start the season with, which is Marcus Epps, Santi Moore, and Gregors. I think Rick might go back and give that trio another try. Because I think Perpetual has played a lot of minutes uh, late. You know, he 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 started the last game. Gregor's obviously came off the bench, and then he's he, we've seen that pairing for the last bit. So maybe Repetto gets dropped to the bench if health is one hundred percent. Obviously, that's the big question. But so if, if all of them are healthy, we might see we we might see that starting trio given Repetto's minutes. And I think Rick really likes that trio and really thinks that's going to work out. And uh, talking about the back line a little bit, now that Babu is uh, in, in game is game fit, do you see him returning to the starting lineup or do you think Ryan Flood has done enough to keep that that position? Ooh. 
<laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe, and this is the thing. I don't think it's necessarily a question of are you picking Ryan or Jai on on talent in this one. I think there's also a, an element here, which is that Jai has literally just came back from injury and he started last night, didn't he? So, do you want to give him two games in the space of a couple of days coming back from a groin injury, or are you letting Flood take it back? Was this planned that that was Jai's one game of the week? And uh, he'll be on the bench. Six minutes, something like that. Still, it's it's hard. Again, look as Rick said, they never wanted to rush him back because of his uh, his groin injury. That's that's hard when you're a player who's bobbing up and down like he is. Um, I think they're going to play safety first. I think Ryan Flood is probably more likely to get the uh, to get the start, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Edwin, do you think the uh, the partnership of Lambert and Farrell will continue as well in that back line? <sighs> yeah. Man, I I think the defense has improved with Lambert back there, and a player like say he has um, has made his spot on the starting. Obviously, given health and all that, but he's made himself a spot in the starting lineup. So if you drop Lambert back, you you open for someone like. Seijas, you you create a, that midfield of Quinn, Seijas, and Arturo, have Lambert back there in a defense that's worked. So I think I, I would stick with that given health. Obviously, the only thing that would be interesting is if Musa gets healthy, what happens there, and, and that adds another element to it. And obviously, Emmanuel Madrid, who I I, I want to shout out, I think he's he, – He's been an aerial threat. He's been one of those guys who has created a lot of good goal-threatening chances, and it's it's really forced opposing teams to kind of be scared on corners, be scared for a, a lot of what they've done. So, got to give got to give credit to there. But I think the Farrell Lambert um, defense has worked. They've only given up what two goals in the last five games. So, I I mean it's it, it's improving and it's getting there. So, why ruin something that's been working? Yeah, I want to follow up on that Manuel Madrid point because uh, when you watch these guys play up close, especially the defensive guys, they're huge. Even though it's USL uh, championship, they, these guys are still huge. But when you have Manuel Madrid in the box and then there's a, either a free kick or corner, uh, like watch out because this guy is huge and he's going to get his head on that ball. Uh, we he's saw that doing last. his best. He's doing his best to show us why he's the highest rate, one of the highest rated players on the team in eFootball. <laughs> eFootball. Yeah. E-football. <laughs> So, yeah, definitely shout out to Manuel Madrid. He's been doing great. Um, predictions for the game. What are, what are we seeing tomorrow? Oh, we're always going to make me do this again. <laughs> we're always so wrong. <laughs> we're always god awful at this. So this wrong. is bad. Um, uh, can't get the ball. We don't have odds yet. We don't have odds yet. That's Michael because Michael's been pretty pretty good about getting. Uh, yeah, Michael, check us check us in a, an answer in the chat. He called that 3 1 the other day. So, I'm, I'm going to go 2 0. 2 0 rising. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling it. Hey Ramon, yeah, I'm gonna back you up. I'm gonna back you. Up. I'm gonna say two zero because there's been a little bit of a you know a little pattern. They always go shout out one goal, shout out one goal last night. So I think they're gonna go back to the shutout. I'm gonna go two zero too. I'm gonna back a a Greg Hurst goal. I think he continues this form. Let's go. Yeah, Thomas uh, uh, says uh, the same thing. Reese the King 2 0 dub easy dub for rising. Michael says, All you guys are saying 2 0, it's going to be 1 0. I'm going 1 0. I'm stopping it. This is not unanimous, Michael. This is it not is. unanimous. I'm going for 1 0, and I'm going for a Greg Hurst worldie. You know, maybe we should Ooh. get Greg on the show. Should we get Greg, Greg we should. on the show? We should. I think I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm kind of shy because I talked a lot of uh, crap about him in the preseason game. That's why we got to get him on here. That's why we got to get him on here. Greg, big fan, long wanna... time. Uh... Yeah, Greg, Greg, come on here. Talk to the non-believer. Talk to the yeah. non-believer. Greg, before you come on, watch the preseason shows. No, no, Notice no. me, me, yeah. and, me, and Owen were backing you, and there was one guy in here who wasn't. Yeah. And then we'll talk. Look, he's already he's already been showing us on the pitch that you're just full of it, Ramon. So now he's got to actually vocalize. It as well. Actually, you know? I want to hear him take you on here. He wasn't waving <laughs> at the New Mexico fans. He was waving at me in the press box. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, Greg. I, I I did not believe. Yeah, shun the non-believer. Yeah, shun me. So um, I know okay, we can we can remove him. Edwin, can we remove him from this? Oh, don't remove me. Remove <laughs> here we go. <laughs> 
this show, here we go. It's the Greg Curse Believers. We'll bring him on. I'm ready to drop things out without <laughs> All right, y'all. Before, before we transition uh, to the next topic, I do want to talk about DraftKings. So, of course, you guys know that the NBA playoffs are here. Uh, some bad news for Phoenix Suns fans. I think Devin Booker is going to be out for a little bit, but you guys can still get in on the action with the Suns and the rest of the NBA playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Plus, each day of the first round, you can you get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same game probably doesn't hit. You guys can bet the Suns. Whoever's playing the Boston Celtics that beat the Nets yesterday, it's always a good time when the Nets lose. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You do have to be 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem. 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Woo. Let's talk a little bit about those Phoenix Suns a minute, actually. We're talking Let's basketball. Let's talk a bit about the Phoenix Suns and uh, the fact that there's a watch party tomorrow, from what I hear. That's right. There is a watch party at the Ainsworth in downtown Phoenix. So if you want to come down and swing by, we'll have uh, various PHNX people down there, um, and they will be drinking their way through the evening, um, I'm sure. Yeah, so though, some, of the, some of them will have to actually work that night. It might be <laughs> limiting the drink, but those of us who don't have to work that <laughs> night, Maybe go. we won't be. Uh, maybe we'll be on the, the happy house stuff. But there's a special guest there as well, isn't there? And Ramon, I believe you know the special guest here. I do know. I mean, I'm, we went to school together, basically. I don't know. I can't say that I know him personally. But, yeah, Alan Williams, otherwise known as Big Sauce. Uh, he was part of the Suns team in the mid-2010. Uh, so he'll be there tomorrow. He'll actually be on the show, if I understand correctly. He'll be talking some Suns basketball. So if you guys uh, want some uh, autographs and pictures, I'm sure – more than more than happy then to oblige. We did go to school together at North High School in downtown Phoenix. So if you guys ever there we go. high school, that's where he and I uh, hung out, mostly in Spanish class. He used to sit next to me, and uh, oh wow! So uh, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I know him, but like I said, yeah, I did uh, did go to school with him. But again, it's gonna be at the Ainsworth tomorrow, 5:30 p.m. Be there, be square. Uh, a lot of giveaways, a lot of fun stuff, and you're gonna have the whole PHNX Suns crew there. Uh, ready to talk some basketball. except Gerald, Gerald, who's actually over at the, yeah. at the game. Um, but he did wear his Phoenix Rising t shirt on the plane over there, so Ooh, that's nice. Shout out to him, yeah. Shout out to him, and Let's also, that shirt. it's big. Well, you want to bring up the gonna score shirt. some goals, energy. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you guys can go to uh, phnxlocker.com and grab your phnx rising shirt. There's a fire burp as a Oh, he's not here on the chat today, but yeah, uh, one of our commenters always calls it. Ed- Edward's not been here for a while. This is poor. Come on, poor. Also, yeah, what happened is... to what happened to the fake Chris Walker? That's oh, true. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Jet is with a very good question here. When are we getting a PHNX Rising watch party? A very good question. We should maybe talk about this. Maybe we'll we'll have some talks about this. We'll see. We'll see. We, 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 we'll see what we'll we can see. do. We'll see what All we can right, do. Guys. So to uh, kind of wrap up the show here, let's talk. A, take a look around the USL and uh, see what games are happening this weekend. Uh, I only have maybe a couple of games that I'm kind of interested in, but I want to hear what you guys have to say about what's going on this weekend around the USL. Let's have a look, because I'm going to pretend I knew the games this weekend, and I <laughs> I know the games this weekend now because they're in front of me. Um, Let's have a look. What's exciting here? Well, I'm not interested in lights against uh, Galaxy 2. That's dull. Um, El Paso, Oakland. Two teams that started off struggling and seem to have kind of found a little bit of rhythm lately. Um, two teams that, again, when I spoke to Rick about their struggles earlier this uh, earlier this season, he said, you know, the, the two coaches, there's two new coaches at each of these teams. You just got to stick with the players. You got to stick with the, you know, belief in the guys that you brought in and the results will eventually come. Well, I'm interested to see who wins that one. That game's in El Paso. That's a 6.30 kickoff. New Mexico playing San Antonio. Can it be another loss for uh, New Mexico? That one will be at the lab. Uh, so 
I would take San Antonio. Not my other name. San Antonio's been playing really well. Only lost one time to our very own Phoenix Rising. So I can but see. Can that. they can they do it on whatever that excuse for a pitch is at the lab? Oof. I'm exactly. not wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. That pitch is poor. <laughs> yeah, okay. That pitch is a disgrace. Like it's Oh, this league needs to do something about some of these pitches because they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. Um, a lot of games aren't that exciting. I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The two that you mentioned were the ones that I was going to pick. So one I might say for Sunday in the eleven, Mark Lowry's boys uh, hosting Orange County. Mm. Be an all right game. Rebound, yeah. From uh, they lost to LAFC pretty badly. I think it was six to one. Not not a good look over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although, yeah, you know, they want to talk about MSP as well. Uh, we got mentioned in the chat. So let, let's have a look. Who are Tampa playing? They are playing the Baby Bulls at 10 a.m. Arizona time on Saturday. So oh, if so. you are up early in the morning on Saturday, so you have not been to our PHNX Suns watch party and oh. uh, had a time, <laughs> um, the Baby Bulls are playing against Tampa Bay at 10 in the morning. So. Should be fun. Should be fun. So by saying that, Owen, you're saying they're going to get hammered tomorrow. That's what you're saying. So I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying that some people could. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Blee here. Uh, Got to represent MSP and check in on that Tampa match. Thank you for that comment. Um, we did get some other news yesterday that uh, I think kind of either went a little bit under the radar. Or I think people were just kind of like shrugging their shoulders at because they didn't really know what was going on with that. It's called the USL Summer Showcase which is already in a scheduled game in Louisville, which already was supposed to be on ESPN2, where they're just yeah. rebranding it a little bit more. So, Owen, can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's an excuse for me to try and get to the mid-year meetings, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just seems like... It's just another game. Now, what I've heard, what I've heard is that it's yeah. kind of like the league want to do an all-star game, but no one know that nobody would care about an all-star game. So they're trying to kind of replicate that vibe around something. Um, and in this case, they picked on this game between two of the uh, teams that realistically the league looks at historically as, as some of the real like bars for success in USL Championship. Um, it just feels a bit weird, though, because it's just like hand-selected. And a lot of people are saying, oh, great, it's Louisville again. Like The league is going off about Louisville again. Um, I know who the favorite teams are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there, there are some other ideas that I've seen checked out for this. If you want to do this, if you want to have one game that's kind of like the big marquee game of the year, why not make it something that actually, like, even if it's a bit minor, could be um, have some kind of sporting side to it, really. You know, like, let's say maybe you want to see the regular season winner against the playoff winner from the previous year, and they're just doing it for, like, bragging rights. It's kind of like a... You know, like the Community Shield is, okay? When you've got the FA Cup winner against the Premier League winner. You could do something like that, and at least then it feels like there's a reason, if you're not a fan of one of those clubs, that that's kind of got something to it, rather than it just being, oh, look, it's another two clubs that the league seems to adore, um, which I'm sure I'm going to have now in the chat. People go in, the league don't adore Phoenix, but everyone outside of Phoenix seems to think that they do. So... <laughs> Yeah, it was just weird. The announcement just, it, they talked about, of course, the game a little bit, but then they were like, we're going to have meetings and it's going to yeah. be the time where we're all going to meet. And I'm like, oh, I don't care. Like, I'm just trying to see a good game. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was a weird announcement, but hopefully... But the, the good news, the good news, the good news from what I gather is that Devin Kerr might actually be there in Louisville and we know that he loves his bourbon. So that's going to be a time. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin, thoughts on this uh, USL Summer Showcase? I mean, for me, it was just, I shrugged my shoulder. I just, I, I, I agree. I, I don't want to echo the same thing Owen says, but, you know, it's just like. It's okay, Edwin. It, you can it, just say that I'm right. It's fine. I'm yeah, right. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yes, Owen is right. I mean, it's good to get, you know. I'm clipping that now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, clip it. <laughs> Listen, I know you're going to use that every time <laughs> we have, we talk about something. But, yeah, I mean. I can't echo my thoughts better than Owen there. I'll, uh, you could clip this, Owen. You were right about your thoughts on it. And I mean, I kind of agree with Michael. Good to have the league eyes on us, though. So as you said, it depends if, if you think the league likes rising or not, if it's it's going to change how you view this. Yeah, it should be fun. And I'm, I'm a big fan of their stadium. I really like it, you know, given the capacity and it's soccer specific. It's not 
baseball stadium or, or makeshift football stadium. So, except True. the light shows, can we get rid of light shows? I'm tired of this nonsense. Like, when someone scores a goal, yeah, yeah, Louisville do the thing where they do the like flashing lights and then purple lights. Just get rid of that. That stuff's dumb. Like, yeah. if you can't create an atmosphere when you score, that's on you. Like, as fans, you should create the hype when you score. Yeah, I got bothered by it. There's a Liga MX side uh, called Cholos that play in Tijuana, and <laughs> yeah. it just goes black and white, and it's just so annoying. It's, it's the proximity to San Diego loyal. There's something in the air. <laughs> oh. um, all right, y'all. So that's pretty much it for us today. Anything else uh, you guys uh, want to talk about, fellas? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to the PHNX Rising, you know, Sun Show, and oh, uh, Ramon is there. I know that uh, you know the big the big thing going on with the Suns is you know when Booker, you know fist bumped a baby. Ramon's not gonna do that for you. So again, ladies and gentlemen, that's not gonna happen. That's our only guarantee. Oh, I don't can, do I, I can do fist bump, but I'm not. <laughs> so, no, we also shout out. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. One other thing we should actually shout out. Can we give a shout out to the uh, PHNX Mercury crew that are about to start their first show in about uh, ten minutes? So. If you are listening to us now, want to go listen to the PHNX Mercury show, again, 10 minutes, exact same place where you find us, except it's the Mercury show. Um, they are, we're looking forward to another season now with, with them kicking off. Um, and of course, it's yet more content on the, uh, we've got a dog on the screen. Now, dog! But... <laughs> I was about to try and sell memberships, Ramon, and you bring the dog in. There's even, there's even more content on the website now coming going <laughs> forward. So make sure right. to sign up again. Go phnx.com. Sign up for the year. You get a free t-shirt and there's content from all kinds of stuff. You're not just getting rising content. You're getting Mercury content now. You're getting other stuff from, from our guy Gerald on the Suns. You're getting our guy Craig on the on the Coyotes. You know, it's everything. All Arizona sports stuff, all on there. And by doing that, you support not only phnx we support us here at phnx rising so go ahead and do that if you haven't it really helps us out here all right y'all i think that wraps it up for tonight we will be back on saturday for the post game show over there at wild horse pass again phoenix rising will be hosting miami the miami fc almost slipped there the uh, miami fc the there you miami go FC. and if you haven't yet make sure to go to twitter and follow us at phnx underscore underscore rising double the underscores double the fun double the fun all right y'all that's it for us tonight until then be well and stay safe we will see you on saturday take care